Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Show Will Marotti, your host, Matt Sorice, our master of ceremonies. And a uh, new feature we're bringing on to the show today for the last call of the day. I'll share that in a little while. Big news Tom Brady is officially retiring today. I, I hope that doesn't mess up your day too badly. <laughs> uh, good first hour, talked a lot of things. Um, a lot going on in the state, good stuff going on in the state. And, and it looks like it looks like emergency powers will be ending this month. Some things they want to extend for a short period of time. Um, so, uh, good thing, bad thing. Joining us now, the former managing editor of the Journal Inquirer, uh, the one and only Chris Powell. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, well, great to be with you. Hey, um, so what do you think? Is he, are they going to actually let the emergency powers expire, or at the last minute are they going to are they going to renew them? Well, it looks like they uh, they will. The governor uh, wants. Uh, some of his orders, um, I think a dozen of, of, of them or so, to be uh, enacted uh, into regular law, and uh, the legislature uh, uh, would uh, do that or not do that. But certainly, that's the uh, the democratic way to uh, uh, to do things. Um, you know, we'll just have to uh, see when the legislature gets uh, in there what they do. But at least now. Uh, we will be, uh, you know, governing by the uh, ordinary dem- democratic procedures that uh, wow. uh, we have uh, lost for the last two years. Whoever thought that would happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, there's, there's really, if we if we don't get back to you know ordinary democratic uh, government, there's a real danger here. We are going into a gubernatorial election campaign, and mm-hmm. it's uh, incredibly dangerous, I think, to. Uh, to have somebody running for re-election as governor when he's got the uh, the power to rule by decree. I yeah. mean, a governor yeah. has always uh, got the power to uh, allocate state resources in, in, in a way that's going to buy him votes in, in, in an election. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's got huge discretion over, over state government, but... Uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, if you have your governor going into an election, uh, not just with the ordinary discretion of the executive branch, but the uh, uh, the power to rewrite the law, to to enact laws and regulations on his, uh, you know, on his lonesome, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a terribly uh, dangerous and potentially corrupt situation you're getting into. Well, and I had said weeks ago when when the discussion was really bubbling up about all this, I said I think. Again, I have no proof of this, my feeling, my belief, that the question that Ned Lamont has to answer, ask and answer is, does having emergency powers help my reelection possibilities or hurt my reelection powers? And I think the answer is it, it doesn't help for what you're saying. It, it's bad optics. It's, just, it's, it's bad government, but it's bad optics to have the person running for governor, you know, a free election as, as the, the dictator of the state. You know, it just well, doesn't look good. it's not just bad you know, optics for for the governor. I think maybe more more relevantly here, uh, in terms of the uh, motives going on here, it's it's bad optics for the legislature because the legislature is going to mm. be up for election this year too. Mm-hmm. And if they mm-hmm. they keep voting the governor emergency powers, some people might ask, why the hell do we need a legislature for? Right. Well, that... <laughs> or well, I've said legislators. I've said a lot for a long time. I think we could have uh, these guys show up every two years and 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 do less damage. You know, well, show maybe, up only, only when it's a budget year. I mean, you know, if, if you don't want the legislature, bad as it you know, may be to show up, uh, do you want to let uh, the governor, whoever he is, uh, run everything by himself? No, no, but I think certainly nowadays with Zoom and with other things that we have, if there were things that came up that had to be addressed, then they could always call it into session. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's an unheard of thing. But, you know, th- maybe this is proof. Maybe this is proof that, we don't need a legislature as much as we thought we did because they were absent for two years and nobody seemed to miss them at all. I don't well, know. yeah, I mean, but I... you know, if one one thing about having a legislature is is that it does a lot of government in public. You yeah. take that away, and your government's functioning in in secret. Sure. Uh, you know, the executive branch under Lamont has not been terribly responsive to uh, freedom of information requests. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've got the legislature in session, the legislature the legislators there, uh, you can at least see some of what the government uh, is doing. Well, and I think there is, to your point, I think there's a value in public hearings, even though you know they can have a massive turnout and they still do what they want to do anyway, but at least people know there's pushback. At least people know what, what the general public is feeling at times. So, so to your point, yeah, I think I, yeah, there's a value to it, but it's just so frustrating. I mean, how how do you guys and I, and I and I criticize Democrats and Republicans alike here. I think there was way too little protest over these last two years uh, for getting these these emergency powers curtailed. Way too little protest. And, yeah, and I I, look, that, I think the the Democratic majority in the legislature was. Uh, was was kind of happy not to have to take responsibility sure. for things, and and the governor himself uh, remarked at one point that uh, he kind of enjoyed governing without the legislature. It's certainly, uh, you know, a lot uh, a lot easier. Uh, you know, yeah, democracy is work. Neither side seemed to want to do all that much of it. Yeah, well, it, it's not government by mailing it in, right? There's, there's got to be some work behind it. Hey, you've got another piece that you wrote uh, the other day, uh, Well-Prepared Stefanowski Quickly Scares Democrats. Um, I, it, seems, it seems like he's coming out pretty strong, right? What do you, what do you think of all this? Yeah, I think he uh, he showed up the nomination, uh, you know, very fast. I mean, I, I was thinking he, he pretty much, I think he sewed it up before he formally Declared and before he formally scared uh, Thomas Claridis out with his ten million dollar contribution to his own campaign, because he's 
he's been very active and uh, outspoken uh, for uh, you know months now, if not not longer than that. He was making uh, you know uh, broadcast appearances and writing uh, newspaper commentaries and and taking positions on. Uh, on issues that four years ago he he he, he wasn't uh, taking positions on. I think he mm-hmm. he was establishing himself as a a much more complete candidate uh, mm-hmm. than he had been four four years ago. I think he's he's vastly improved as uh, as a as a candidate. Uh, you know, it's not just uh, oh we ought to repeal the income tax without saying how you're going to do that, uh, how you're going to replace the money, and now he's. Uh, uh, he's barely talking about the income tax. He's talking about a lot of other issues, and I think, uh, you know, so far I think he's much much improved as uh, as a candidate. And I think he had sewed up the nomination even before he uh, he came up with the ten million dollars. Yeah, well, you know, and 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 I know for a fact that people have been talking about uh, Themis running for uh, for Senate for a long time. I've had people on the show call and and, and be very outspoken about it. In fact, one of our callers from Florida was probably the first person to say it. You know, three or four years ago, thought that Themis should run for for Senate, and and I think I think she's a, a formidable opponent to 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 bite, uh, Blumenthal. I, I think well, she, she's probably the only plausible candidate yeah. the Republicans could uh, put up for uh, the Senate nomination now, unless they could uh, recruit uh, Rob Simmons or Chris Shays or Nancy Johnson to come back and and try for uh, for Congress again. Mm-hmm. I mean the. The other people who are interested in the uh, Republican Senate nomination are, are uh, you know, really uncredentialed people and, uh, and not not known. But uh, you know, she's she has a record, uh, a long experience in government, and whatever you think of her, uh, uh, you know, she's she's got some qualifications. Well, she certainly knows knows the ins and outs of government. You know, working in the state level for so long, she certainly is feisty. She doesn't back down. She knows how to make an argument. Um, I, I, I'm i pretty happy about her running. and I, and I yeah. Well, you know, she, like Stefanowski, she's going to have to start addressing specifics on uh, on issues. I mean, this, this week, uh, you know, she was uh, pretty voluble about Senator, uh, you know, Blumenthal, but uh, do, does anybody know her position on any uh, right. federal right. issue yet? I don't. Right, and I—I I mean, I had her on yesterday, and I—and I—and it was an easy interview. Just, I mean, she just announced Sunday, right? So or Saturday when it rolled. So, um, you know, I—but I agree. I, I those, I, and I said, I asked her the question: How are you going to? How are you going to be able to shift from the local issues here to security on the southern border, Ukraine, Russia, uh, unemployment, uh, inflation? You know, these are these are big issues that people are concerned about. Uh, and and you're going to have to shift gears and 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 I, I mean she understands that she knows that it's just a question of how how uh, how quickly can she move in that direction and how uh, how much time will it take for her to really mount solid uh, clear arguments in those cases? Yeah, well I I, I agree with you. She knows I think uh, what she uh, what she's got to do, and certainly uh, Senator Blumenthal deserves a uh, you know a serious challenge for a change. Well, incumbents, what is it, 96% of the time incumbents win re-election. So, I mean, I think he's been there long enough, and I, I, uh, I'm i excited. You know, you mentioned, and no offense to Chris Shays or Nancy Johnson, I'm excited to have somebody come out new in the race, you know, but that still has experience, that, you know, between her, her, her legislative experience and, and uh, legal training, I, mean, I think it's it's a good uh, it's a good combination. So, oh yeah, well, well what I meant was you know somebody who's got <laughs> some yeah. credibility is a uh, is a political leader is is a uh, 
you know, some, somebody who's thought about uh, about about issues who has some recognition in 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 the state uh, mm-hmm. and other. Uh, you know, other than maybe a few of the uh, Republican uh, minority state legislators or, uh, you know, maybe uh, one or two of the uh, uh, Republican mayors in the state, uh, you know, uh, other than those guys, the Republican bench in Connecticut uh, is uh, is very empty. I was going to suggest a third-party candidate, Chris Powell. I think I think you would be a good uh, Senate candidate. I, I think I might be lucky to get two weeks without being <laughs> assassinated or indicted or something. And I do think, in fairness, I do think, I don't know this for a fact, but I do believe Peter Lamage uh, is running for Senate or considering a run for Senate. And Peter's a great guy. And, and talk about the American success story. If there's anybody that you wanted to be the ambassador for the American success story, I believe it would be Peter Lamage. I just don't, he just doesn't have the name recognition. He doesn't yeah, have right. the. Uh, the, the, right now, to, to I don't think to pull it off, but he's a super super guy. Well, maybe he'll hit the lottery and <laughs> he can start. I mean, that's it's sad, isn't it? Too. But that's what it takes now. You've got to have, you got to have your own resource. You just can't, you just can't be a, you know, anybody off the street. And you might be the greatest candidate in the world, but if you don't have the money behind you, yeah. you're just not going to get it off. Well, the, I, off I had a laugh at Senator Blumenthal uh, uh, the other day uh, when he was asked for response to. Uh, Claritis uh, candidacy. He said, "Well, he was, he was, you know, busy doing his job, and he'd get around to politics later." Well, you know, he's also got seven million dollars in his campaign fund. Yeah, so, yeah. was that like, you know, just you know, doing he's his job? Materialized out of nowhere. Was that political? Oh gosh, Chris, I don't know. Hey, thank you so much. I know it was a, a late call coming to you, but thank you very much for being on, and, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, Chris Powell. Okay, no, Empire. thank you, Will. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break, a couple commercials, come back, grab a phone, call or two. This half hour, 800-966-9842-860-522-9842 is the number. And then after the break, uh, we've got some good news about our, our last call of the day. Come back. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Chris Powell, Chris could run on the Libertarian slate. Uh, I'm telling you, he'd be, he'd be formidable. He, he knows his stuff. Hey, let's go to uh, West Hartford. I'm mad at West Hartford. I'm not mad at West Hartford like all of West Hartford. I'm mad at West Hartford for one restaurant that I felt like we were badly treated in, but that's that's just the way it goes. Let's go to uh, Mark in uh, West Hartford. Mark, welcome to the show. That's, that's why I don't dine in West Hartford. Hey, um... So listen, we remember the famous infamous visit where I had you ask Themis about how she's going to overcome her husband working for Eversource. But I have a question that's equally as important to me, and that is, where has she been? And she's coming on with you, correct? She was on. I had her on yesterday. Oh, I thought you said she was coming on today with Bob. No, 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 I had her on yesterday. I'll have her on again. She'll be on. Okay, so just remember, you should be able to remember this. It's an easy one. Yeah. Where was she? During the entire period of COVID. I mean, I knew where Bob, not only did Bob make remarks about what Ned Lamont was doing, but Bob, the physicality of what he did, you know, he not only, he described the supply chain, how Mm -hmm. he was able Mm -hmm. to, where to go. He would have sat down with Ned Lamont. He even offered his services. 
Where was Themis during this entire time? People heard more about nursing homes in Connecticut, the deaths in nursing homes, mm. from Mark from West Hartford yeah. than well, Themis. She well, had no, there was nothing from her at all. How about now she wants to run for Senate? I looked up, what did she say about Senator Blumenthal with the Afghan pullout? I can't find, every time I search for things she's done in the last, well, since Ned Lamont won, but especially during COVID, the Afghan pullout, she was, she, was she really hiding out just for an opportunity, waiting for the position? No, governors no, out, I, senators in. Well, I, I don't think she's hiding out. That. I think a lot of times when people step down and, and move out of public life, even if it's temporary, I think they just try to stay out of it. I think they try to. Now, to, to Bob's credit, I mean, Bob, Bob chose to, to keep fighting. Bob chose to stay out there. Bob chose to keep making comments. I mean, to his credit. But, well, but I don't think that's Bob all the way it that. happens. Bob was doing that pre-COVID. This wasn't like COVID happened right no, after. No, no, I get it. Lost. I get no. He I got, understand what you're saying. No, no argument there. How can you say? Here's the bottom line. What? Do you really care about your? You care about your flock at church, of course. right? You, I can tell by your voice and what you say. Mm-hmm. If she truly cares about Connecticut residents, the taxpayers, the consumers, how could she just stay irrelevant and disappear? in this period, then expect for her to pick up the ball and jump yeah. back in the game again. This is, the, we well, have again, a I, I think I think you're looking at a, a small period of time, Mark. I mean, she wasn't quiet. She wasn't absent when she was a legislator. Wait, hold on. Was there any more, imper- uh, more important period in Connecticut than the past almost two years during COVID? You name me where we've ever been in this position where we've lost lives, businesses, People leaving the state. So let me just ask you a basic question here, right? Listen, you don't like Themis, okay? We know that. That's been well documented. And that's fine. I respect your your, your ability to do that. But my question to you is, who would you rather have? Who would you rather have serving the people of Connecticut in Washington? Themis Claritus or Richard Blumenthal? That's the same. Listen, Themis. No, seriously. Who would you rather have? Let me ask you this. It's a simple question. Who would you rather have? I'd rather have none of them. Yeah, but you're going to have somebody. You're going to have somebody. going to be Rosa DeLora without the colored hair. No, 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 please, What Mark. is she going to do for Connecticut? Themis is not nearly already. as radically you, progressive yesterday, as no. Yesterday, a caller, listen to this one. A caller had an opportunity to be on hold for three minutes. Yeah. Todd asked him for her accomplishments. This was a supporter. Yeah. He goes on hold. I would have been searching like a mad dog, right? Yeah. When he comes back, you know what his accomplishment? He goes, I'm not a spokesperson. You don't need to be a spokesperson to support anybody. That's that's irrelevant. It, right. it was a dumb comment. But he goes, oh, I saw her speak in your, well, you just mentioned West Hartford. Yeah. Speaking in West Hartford isn't an accomplishment. That's not, nobody can tell you she wants to stand by her record. She can't even list her record. She'll say it, but she doesn't come up with it. A voting record? She wants to say she's bipartisan. She's voting for all the wrong things with the Demo- our most destructive Democrats. Yeah. She wants to take credit for voting with them, sitting at the table with our most destructive liberal Democrats that ever came around. That's her accomplishment. I don't want her to be bipartisan. Connecticut is a mess. Yeah. Now what, she wants to go to Washington and do it on a national level? Well, you know what the good, the good news is, Mark? The good news what? is you calling and saying all these things – We'll, we'll probably get back to Themis in some form. Maybe I'll tell her. Uh, and 
and you know what? It gives her it gives her uh, motivation oh, yeah. to really ramp up. And ask what she did during COVID. That's the original question. Well, again, you, I, you know, we can rearview what? mirror all you want. What I want to know is what are you going to do against Richard Blumenthal? Oh, how are you different mirror. by, by – what will I you do different? On, listen, what we, I, wait, listen, I was a contractor. You know how I, – I didn't advertise for 30 years. Do you know, you know why I got hired all the time? Because everybody rearview mirrored my accomplishments. Yeah. They went like – Hey, well, people recommended you. That's why I kept that's, moving that's forward. That's not necessarily rearview mirroring, but word of mouth is the best is the best testimony. She wall. hasn't I mean, done anything for Connecticut. She's yeah. not going to do anything on a national level. Well, okay, you can Come feel on. that way, she's and I'm telling you, I'd rather see I'd rather see a Republican in that seat than Richard Blumenthal. Period. I want somebody in the seat that's going to help Connecticut. We spend way too much time talking right. outside the You know the what? I think you should run then, Mark. <laughs> I think oh, you see, should run. But you know what? That's that's always the cop-out. No, you know, I, I think it's true. Through. Listen, just because just because somebody incompetent or inadequate chooses to chooses to run, you shouldn't throw that back at me. I, I don't think she's incompetent. I don't think not, she's that's, inadequate. That's not a debate. No, I, she it, went for the job. That's like when somebody goes, well, who – that's like I, I will bring up contract. Imagine if a roofer came to your house and screwed up, and yeah. then you point it out, and then the roofer goes, "Well, you know what? Put your own roof on." <laughs> you know, no, you can't do that to me. That's in fact that's insulting to me. She's the one running to do the job. Yeah, Mark. Okay, I'm you go understand to, what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I've got to go because I'm past the news. But I'll come back to this point when we get back. Stay with us. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. Ten thirty-seven, WKIC News Talk Ten Eighty. I uh, sometimes you just wish you didn't know things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too funny. Uh, yeah, let's go to the calls. We got a lot of calls here. We got and we're gonna we've got a brand new, brand new, a returning offer for last call of the day, which I'll talk about in a moment. Let's get some calls done here. Let's go to uh, Doug in Ellington. Doug, welcome to the show. Pastor Will, thanks for taking my call. A sure. couple of quick things. One, I like to listen to Mark, but man, my dad used to have a sign on the on the wall that said, "You ain't learning nothing while you're talking." <laughs> Doesn't he ever yeah. shut up and let someone else speak for a second? Mark's very like passionate. It. When he's on something, he's on it, and, uh, oh my and that God. was the like that was the proof of it. Point. All right, so here's what I'm saying about uh, Demis Claritus. Yeah. I never in my life would have voted for her for governor, not even a shot. Okay. But for senator, yeah, she's got a, a good chance of getting my vote as senator because anybody is better than Blumenthal, anybody. Well, and that was my point to Mark, but Mark wouldn't even answer the question. Who would you rather have in there? Would you rather, I mean, honestly, a Republican or Blumenthal? In this case, right. Themis or, I mean, th- there's no even question about that in my mind. None. I mean, he says nobody. Okay, how's that going to work? And and I think Themis is a great candidate. So I mean, I, yeah. you know, I well, I know about a great candidate, but I certainly would vote for her as a senator. Yeah. Depending on who may run against her. Well, I I think she's going to mount a good campaign. She's smart. She's been around for a long time, and and I I say give her a chance. Let's give her a chance yeah, and see I what say, she yeah, does. Give her a chance and let's see what happens. And thank you for taking my call. Thanks, thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you. Let's go to the center of the universe, Waterbury and Charles. Charles, welcome to the show. 
Hi, good morning, Pastor. Uh, yeah, I've listened to Mark many years, and I like Mark. And uh, I do too. He's got a strong personality, but he does. I know for a fact in a previous show out of the other flamethrower in Hartford, he uh, he'd take um, you know. He, he doesn't like fluid, though. I know that, you know, from the way. No, he's not. He's and not I fluid. understand, especially with the stolen valor thing, with the Vietnam thing. That was. I, I'm surprised he even got in after that. But anyways, uh, Demis Claritus, I like her. Mm-hmm. If she has stayed pro-life, I would like her more, and I hope yeah. she switches on that also. Otherwise, well, time. I have no use for her, you know. And she. Uh, Grew up in the grocery business as I did, and I've yeah. been offered many yeah. times to run for office, but it was always some other more important family issues to take care of, and I've always family first. You know, sure. you, know you know about that. Yeah, family. Um, John's famous saying was um, faith, family, and friends. I believe. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, yeah, um, but what she does have going for. Her, well, Eversource, the husband's an attorney, right? Patent attorney, whatever it is. Yeah. She, maybe she's going to get all those yeah. votes. But she's the Lebanese. She's Lebanese. The Lebanese. Uh, no, she's Greek. It's unbelievable. They're merchants. They're hard workers. They're great people. She comes from great stock. She'll do very well just from that vote alone. Well, th- I hate that. I, I mean, I think she'll get that vote. Over. But Themis is Greek. She, 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 her heritage is from Greece. I take her any day over Richard Bloom, though. Well, again, I think she's going to be a good candidate. She's not afraid. To, she doesn't back down. Was going to come up. They heard, I heard. You know. What's that? He was going to retire this time. I heard that too. So I don't know what happened. Yeah, I, I maybe just, the son. Uh, he's a rep, isn't he? The son, and he's a military. The son, guy. the son's a rep, and I heard the son was going to run in that spot, but but perhaps not. I guess that's not what's going to yeah, happen. I'm surprised so. that Dick Blumenthal he should go off and enjoy his life and family when you get to his. Amen. Day. Yeah, have a have a nice. All right, have a, have a nice, great day, Pastor. Yeah. Have a nice retirement, Richard. <laughs> Hey, yeah, so we've got, uh, I'm so excited to announce, last call of the day, we've been in the last call of the day for a long time, and prior to COVID, we had a great sponsor, Between Rounds Bagel Deli Bakery uh, was our sponsor, They're, they've returned, so so we've got some great bagels, gift certificates for, uh, amazing, I think it's like for months you get, you get bagels, and so uh, we will, today, today, we're starting February 1st, we're starting the uh, the between rounds last call of the day. So that's that's coming up. I want you to I want you to be aware of that. All right, let's take uh, let's go to uh, Kim. Hi, Kim. Hey, Pastor Will. You always start the uh, uh, the bagel opportunity when I'm on a low carb diet. So, <laughs> unfortunately, sorry, um, sorry. I um I am all for for getting rid of Blumasol. He's between his uh his stolen valor and Vietnam story. And that yes. is, I'm, how, how could I be here at a Communist Party meeting? And then, uh, of course, his family making money on the, um, you know, Pipeline. disaster. Uh, we need truth. We, do have, we need less corruption and less weird ties to making money out of tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not why I called. Okay. Why I called is, you know, I had told you I went to Washington, D.C. for the anti-vax rally. But yes. the doctors were staying to testify before Senator Johnson the next mm-hmm. day on the Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, lots of great stuff came out of that. But it's being censored. So if you really want to know, and, and anybody who's been there, you know, needs to call in and tell what they found out. 
but it, you can get the whole testimony uncensored if you just Google. This is what you Google: MSN yep. blackout, MSN blackout mm-hmm. of medical doctors' pandemic response, and then it says roundtable is a crime against humanity. Right? Mm. So if you put in MSN blackout of medical doctors' pandemic response, it should come up. Comes up in many different websites, but. You go through there. One, you become an instant expert on what's been going on with this thing. It treats the virus, everything we did wrong with the virus, and then treats vaccines, everything that's happening, continuing to happen, the damage that's being done with the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they will tell you how they were terribly censored. They were fired. Uh, how, how all these doctors, no matter what country they came from, they were all pointing in the same direction uh, to the, where the problems were. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's like the old Stooges routine. Uh, you, you know, what was it? Do you want to, uh, your head chopped off or you want to be burned at the stake? What a choice, <laughs> right? So if you look in one direction, you're going toward these horrible, toxic vaccines. If right. you go in the other direction, you're in the hospital getting remdesivir, which shuts down, you have a 25% chance of getting your organs yeah. uh, shut down yeah. and dying from organ failure. So lots to learn. And if you just take a few doctors at a time, uh, you will, you'll get Malone, McCullough, Dr. Ryan Cole. You'll get all these doctors I'd never heard of before, but these yeah. ones were very impressive, and they make it simple, too. Well, you, you know what I found, Kim? It's a very good uh, outlet for news. Uh, it's called the Brownstone Institute. Are you familiar with that? I am not familiar the with it. The Brownstone that. Institute uh, birthed out of the um, uh, the big petition drive that all the doctors signed. What was it called? Um Oh, sure. You do have to be wary of some of these institutes because a lot of them present as one thing and they're not. They're funded. They're funded by uh, globalists. What What was the? Uh, I can't believe I can't think of this, Kim. What was the the big uh, like petition drive that came out that all the hundreds of doctors and virologists and immunologists? Well, there's front front uh, front line alliance. The front no, line the, other, the other one. Oh gosh, um, I can't believe. Anyway. This is this is uh, um, it's the same some of the same doctors that um, uh, participated in the um, oh, I can't believe it uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here um, well this is this is Senator Johnson's they call it getting a second opinion right mm-hmm. and everything's out there and, and you will not believe how evil the NIH and the CDC have been Uh constantly changing things lying uh these these are real doctors uh with real credentials and a real history versus these government hack doctors that will hide and you don't know their name and they're making sure that people die in this whole pandemic oh man well again there wouldn't be so much pushback from people in the medical community if there wasn't some truth there i that's how i interpret it so So i think people have to be careful google just google msm blackout of medical doctors pandemic response all right kim thank you thank you as always appreciate it all right we're gonna take a quick uh quick break here and then we're gonna come back we're gonna set up for the last call of the day i'm so excited about the last call of the day because uh of what we'll be giving away and we're gonna do it every day and uh, it's it's pretty amazing so uh, we'll talk a little bit more about when we return so so give us a call 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842, 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842, and um, we'll be right back, WTIC News Talk 1080.
This is Local Radio, the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Back 1050 WTIC News Talk 1080. Big news today. Tom Brady officially retires on his Instagram account. Gives no thanks, no mention, no no love to the Patriots, Patriot fans, Kraft family, Bill Belichick. All about Tampa. All about Tampa Bay. What does that mean? I don't know. You make you make your own determination. So we uh, we're so happy to announce uh, we have back returning with us for last last call day. The between rounds bagel, uh, Delaware Bakery, Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon. If you're the last call of the day, you're going to win a dozen bagels. Once a month for six months, courtesy of Between Rounds. Isn't that great? I mean, it's so wonderful. So uh, we're going to start it today. Uh, let's go to Rudy in Florida. Rudy, go ahead. Hey, hey I, that's great because they'll be giving away free Buccaneers tickets again when they're losing. <laughs> um, I just got to say one thing. Mark is one of my favorite callers. Yeah. And I, I talk to him personally yeah. a couple times a week. Yeah. He has when he brings up a topic for all the listeners. He has about two hours of research. Yeah. If he had more than three or four minutes, he could unload for two hours on information on whatever he's talking about. I love so, Mark. I still love Mark, but I think sometimes he comes off a little too, a little too aggressive. So I'm uh, going to be passionate about the Senate election. Yeah. I only do not live in Connecticut. Everyone needs to realize the more Republicans that we get in the yes. Senate, the better our country is. Yes. So Semis Claritus, if she's the 51st vote for the Republicans, yeah. I'm going to support her running and removing Blumenthal. Yes. And the news is starting to get at this, and this is the topic I'm really going to discuss, is um, Trump is irrelevant in 2022. Okay. Maybe if he runs in 2024, it's a different thing for Republican right. candidates. But all any candidate needs to do is say, Trump is our past president. I'm not running against him. Right. I'm running against, for the Senate, I'm running right. to stop the Joe Biden policies, the high inflation, the people left behind in Afghanistan, sure. the people that are about to get slaughtered in Ukraine on yeah. open border. Yeah. Go ask Richard if he supports those policies that Biden's doing. And why, and why did Richard vote against Ted Cruz's bill to limit the... Uh, uh, Nordstrom II pipeline when the people that gave him the money had received $8.5 million from Russia to lobby for it. Uh, how about right. that one? Trump is a private citizen. He is irrelevant. Right, that's exactly. Any conversation. Exactly. But don't you know, that's all they got, Rudy. That's all they got. Of course, the media hates hates the whole Republican thing, so the media is going to throw the Trump thing up there. Democrats can't run on anything because they, they're horrible on every issue, so all they have is, uh, is putting up pictures of Trump again. Well, they are scared to death of Themis. She's on every news break. She's on every media um, tweet. Everyone's coming out. They are scared. She could get the suburban mom that's sick of her kids being masked. Oh, man, I'm telling you, she's got a shot at it. I absolutely think she does, and I'm going to have her on frequently. All she has to do is go. Have you noticed gasoline's jumped like a nickel every day this week? Yeah, yeah. It's it, we're 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 not seeing prices. This inflation, you know, obviously they were saying up front was temporary. It's not. It is not. It, it's it, it's going to be all the way. I heard somebody. I read something last week. Wall Street Journal said they felt it was going to be mid mid twenty three if we're lucky before prices start going down again. 
she all she has to do is say, when I left office in 2018 and retired from the Connecticut House, gasoline yep. was 220 a gallon. Yep. When I announced my candidacy in January, it was 340, and today it's 450 because that it's going that way. Wow, wow. I mean, all you had to run on is the Biden economy. Yeah. Your wallet hurts. And the yeah. Are you, are you better off than you were? The answer is no. In a year, in a year, we're way off, not better than we were a year ago. So I mean, come on, right. what are you talking about here? Now, Blumenthal needs to go, and, and I'm so excited, as you are, Rudy. I'm so excited about uh, the potential of knocking Blumenthal out of there, and I think Themis is a good candidate. So we'll, uh, I mean, we got to get Georgia we'll back, too. Yeah, and we will. We will. Rudy, thanks for your call. Appreciate it. All right, we're setting up for the last call of the day, 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. This is the Between Rounds Bagel Deli and Bakery, last call of the day. Let's go to Jonathan. Is this the Jonathan I think it is? Hello, Jonathan. Hey, Pastor Willie. Yes, it is Jonathan. Jonathan. How are you? I'm doing well. Good to talk to you this morning. Yes, sir. I was calling, yeah, I was calling because I, I last half hour you mentioned about lack of protest. So I just wanted to say something about that. The, the thing about there's been plenty of opportunity for people to protest. It's it's about I, I feel like it's about uh, complacency, right? People hear about a protest and they don't actually come out to go out to one and actually make their voices heard loud enough. It's easy to like complain on social media. Or even maybe people call on a radio show, but are they going out to their board of ed meetings? Are they, you know, going out to these protests we're having? And so that's why I was calling to let people know there's actually two protests coming up within the next week. Yes. Um, this coming Sunday, there's this in Ansonia, Griffin Health is sponsoring a basketball game, a Harlem mm-hmm. Wizards game, but they're only allowing vaccinated elementary students to go. Jeez. So we're going to be out there protesting vaccine segregation on Sunday. And then next Wednesday... Even though the legislature is going to be remote, we're going to go out on the grounds of the Capitol yep. and we're going to go out there and protest. Enough is enough rally. And if people have had enough, you know, come on. If thousands and thousands of us show up, if everybody that could hear us talking right now, this radio. Well, exactly. Out, if they all showed up, you'd have a you'd have a full on. Right. That's what we're trying to do out there. <laughs> no, so And Jonathan, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. And I and I and I support what you're doing. What I was talking about, I was saying lack of protest from Republicans. During during the Republicans, it was it was it was church mice. You didn't hear anybody protesting during the emergency powers. So I was specifically talking about Republicans, but I agree with what you're saying, and and I hope more people come out. But I think you're right. I think there's some complacency there. Yeah. I think there, so and maybe some 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 downtroddenness. People go, well, does it matter? What I, what I th- does what I think matter? I think people may have be in that that mode too. I, well, I think I, the example I keep putting up there is no toll CT. We do not have yeah. toll oh, boy. Get right now. No toll CT worked. Why? It did. Grassroots. People came out. They had rallies around the state. They called. They wrote. They emailed. And it actually worked. So if people go get on doing things like that right now, loudly, clearly, making their voices heard, we can yep. push this thing back and make sure the Democrats aren't going to get away with this any longer. I, I 100% agree. You've got to capture some of that energy. Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Johnson, thank you so much for being on. All right, we got time for two more calls. Let's go to uh, let's go to Kim and Cromwell. Kim's been holding on for a long time. Go ahead, Kim. Yeah, um, Mark has to see the forest through the trees. Thank you. And he forgets that while there are a lot of people of steady habits here that are conservative in Connecticut, a lot of the state is liberal and independent. Okay, and just because ten of your friends are conservative, is a politician has to represent. Right. Everybody, okay, right. and state. run a right. smart campaign there, and there is no alternative. So even if Themis is a Susan Collins, that is far better. And, and I don't think you know, she is. I don't think she is. Your point. 
but but you're 100 percent right, Kim. You can't you can't be a purist in Connecticut and win. You can't. It's impossible. Yeah, you just can't. You've got to learn right. that you have to migrate to the middle, and yes. there will always be votes yes. that you d- disagree on. But you have to try and get people to the middle and get where you can pull the most. And if you're too one-sided, if you're yeah. South Carolina, say. Republican, you're just not going to get gonna in work. in Connecticut. It's, it's not going to work. Kim, thank you. Words of wisdom, thank you. Now for the last call of the day, congratulations. Dozen bagels every month for six months, courtesy of Between Round Bagels and Nelly Bakery. They're in Manchester, South Windsor, and Vernon. Brian from Bloomfield, go ahead. Hey, Pastor Will, how you doing? Hey, good. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, I, Hope so you much. like bagels. Well, here's a story for you. I was the last one. Last caller back in March of 2020 that took, got the bagels from you. You're kidding me. You're kidding yep. me. Wow, that's awesome. That's and awesome. All right. Listen, of, you make your point. Times. i got about 30 seconds, and then hang on. Matt's going to take your name and information so you can get your certificate from between rounds. Go ahead. Blumenthal is going to be defeated by Clemens. No yeah. problem. Woo. Okay. He's a, I served in the military, and for someone to lie like he yes. did when he was running, I can't stand it. Plus, he's a multimillionaire. Yeah, and he's one of the one of the I don't know dysfunctionals from from Washington. He is he's right. He he does belong in the land of misfit toys, doesn't he? Absolutely, <laughs> and they're all addicted to the power. Yeah, and term well, you're limits, right, Brian. Term limits has got to come up. We've you're right, have term and, and no one's a perfect candidate. But I'll tell you something: I'd rather see Themis Claritus in that office than Richard Blumenthal any day of the oh, week. God, she'd be great. Right, right. I, I listen, hang on. Matt's going to get your name. I can't believe you're the return. You're the first one after being the last one. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Hey, uh, hang you. on. Matt, <laughs> okay. Matt's going to take your information. Guys, thanks a lot. Great show today. Matt, awesome job. Thanks to all the callers. Thanks to Chris Powell. And thanks to Between Arm Bagel coming back on the Will Roddy Show. God bless you. Love you guys. See you tomorrow, 9 o'clock. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 